0: sports betting landscape from coast to coast this is betting across america with mike pritchard and josh applebaum on v the sports betting network
3: good afternoon everybody and welcome into the show it is betting across america and we are presented by betmgm i'm mike pritchard one half of your hosting team i'm in vegas we're going to go across america all the way to boston uh to welcome in our other half of the hosting team is josh applebaum good afternoon josh Good afternoon, Pritch, not only just to Boston, but to newly legalized Massachusetts, <laughs> right. Pritch. I'm still, okay. if you thought I'm just going to,
4: you know, move, turn the page and move on, a little bit of that. But, yeah. of course, Pritch, I'm, I'm still basking in the glow of Massachusetts legalizing betting here. Uh, so it's just great. It's awesome. and. Uh, Pritch, a lot to get to today. MLB trade deadline. Soto is now a, a Padre. Right. Huge trades here, but I'm excited to break down this board. We'll have Will Hill join us today. I know Will Hill has a lot of thoughts here on some MLB futures, and we'll get his take on MLB betting today. We'll get to offensive and defensive player of the year, uh, or offensive rookie of the year for um, for um, both offense, defense, and the NFL. Pritch, excited to get your thoughts on that. I would just say real quickly, if you're an MLB better today, be a little careful today, mm-hmm. Pritch, because there's so many moving parts and there's so many trades going on mm-hmm. that you don't want to have too many bets then. You also want to make sure, as always, you're betting listed pitcher, not action, because you'd hate to see, you know, you spend all day crunching the numbers, have a good sharp angle, and the guy gets traded in and gets scratched. So to me, it's a really important Twitter day. I fired up all my MLB Twitter follows okay. today, Pritch. I'm excited to get some updates here. But seriously, be careful today in MLB. There's a lot of uncertainty. Make sure your listed pitcher as always not action. And again remember if you have scratched starting pitchers you can always rebet the game right. if you do listed pitcher if you do action you're pretty much tied into it but either way, Pritch, it's a deadline day, and my Red Sox have a first baseman finally. So let's get after it, Pritch. I'm excited. Eric
3: Hosmer? I mean, is that what you're doing? What, was that what you That's guys what are doing, doing out there? Okay. What, <laughs> so we got when you so, have
4: Frankie Cordero right, and Dahlbeck, right. I'll take Eric Hosmer, okay. Pritch. He's an upgrade. So much
3: to get to. Uh, it is a heavy news day. Uh, happy trade deadline for Major League Baseball. And then from a betting standpoint, too, Josh, great uh, advice right there. I agree with you. Uh, I pushed on my overplay with the Yankees and the Mariners. Uh, it was off to a great start yesterday. Five runs in the first two innings. I thought that thing was going to cash, but it didn't. I pushed it, though, uh, which is outstanding. But uh, there's some games that I'm kind of interested in. Uh, Will Hill's going to be on the program. Cannot wait for his appearance. Uh, he's one of the sharpest guys uh, that I've heard from here on the network, too, and able to talk to him from time to time. And, and so, really uh, looking forward to getting his insight uh, here with Major League Baseball the trade deadline as well. Uh, but, Josh, I, I tell you what, I don't know what to make of some of these trades. Um, I don't know what it's going to do uh, for teams looking to win the World Series. For instance, when you see the Braves and the Astros make a trade, I mean, what does that mean? Like when you see the Yankees pick up a pitcher that a lot of other teams probably could have picked up, uh, what does that mean for Major League Baseball, too? So let's get to the news and notes. Um, You know, the Cardinals uh, acquiring uh, Quintana from the uh, Pirates, I I guess that's interesting. Uh, You know, last year the the Cardinals did something with Lester that was kind of a sneaky uh, acquisition that way down down the stretch. But here's one that could be sneaky for the Cardinals. But I think it for the Cardinals to get back into, um, I, I guess, a, a more confident position uh, for a pennant and then perhaps a World Series, I, I think they need to bolster that lineup as well, though.
4: Him right, right there with your Pritch. And again, Quintana, a guy who actually you know had a really good start to his career, kind of faded and was kind of in the abyss of betting for, uh, for baseball just for a while here. Resurrected his career a little bit here with the uh, the Pirates. I think the Cardinals are really good at these moves, buying yeah. low on players and not really giving up a lot. It's, it always seems like these pitchers that go to St. Louis always tend to pitch a little bit better here. So kind of a buy low move. You really didn't give up much, Pritch. You know they're plus one seventy five right now doing mm-hmm. that NL Central, trailing the Brewers. The Brewers are the favorite minus uh, two fifty here. I'm not huge into this Cardinals move. Obviously, it's a big-name pitcher, or not a huge-name pitcher, but you're solidifying your your offense a little bit. Remember, the Cardinals were in on, reportedly, on Juan Soto. So I think another angle here today, Pritch, is what are these teams that were willing to make big moves for Soto? They lose out. He goes to the Padres, who have now moved from 18-1 to 1 to 10-1, to 1, Pritch. And imagine that lineup with Soto, with Machado, <laughs> with Tatis comes back. I mean, I think you are getting a little bit nervous if you're uh, the Dodgers here. I want to know what the Dodgers do. The Dodgers are a team that always makes a big move when you least expect it. They lost out on Soto. Uh, you know, I think they just made a move for Joey Gallo, yeah. a guy who could hit you a lot of home runs, but also strikes out a million times, and it's like 170. I want to know what the Dodgers do today. I'm seeing all these other teams make moves. The Dodgers have been, you know, eerily silent here. Will they be in on a big name player that we're not expecting? I'm holding out for that.
3: Well, I mean, it goes back to last year, I think, too. Dodgers, Padres, Padres missed out on some some key guys. That the Dodgers, I'm talking about Scherzer. Uh, you know, you think about. Uh, let's get to the big trade too, like you just mentioned. I mean, Soto uh, certainly. I mean, Josh Bell was included in that too. Uh, we we talked about this yesterday, Josh, in terms of uh, they go out there and get uh, a hater. Uh, but yet they still had enough prospects and if they needed to get uh, Soto. And they did. They pulled it off along with Bell. Uh, so uh, you mentioned Tatis coming back at some point. I mean, he's in the dugout. Obviously, he's working out uh, with the Padres. You know, the Padres in last year missed out on some golden opportunities for some key players maybe down the stretch. But they didn't miss out this year. Uh, did not miss out this year. And I'm thinking uh, with Hayter in the back end of that bullpen now, uh, and with that lineup, when Tad arrives, I mean, my goodness, how do you not place a bet uh, on the Padres here? I, it has to work out. I get that. But on paper, it seems like it should work out.
4: It really does. And I think also if you're the Padres, you know, shout out to them for spending money. My Boston Red Sox, who I thought were a big market team, Pritch, refuses to spend money on anyone. Now you're, if you're the Padres, again, San Diego is a pretty decent market. I was actually there uh, when I took my vacation in in July or in June, actually Pritch and all my uh, fiance's uh, younger brothers, they're all huge Padres fans. So they love this team. They definitely have a a lot of fan support, but I think with San Diego willing to spend this money is huge. And if you're making this deal for Soto, I think you also have to have a contract waiting in the wings for him, Pritch. So are we going to see a you know 10-year, $400 million contract, some huge deal? I mean, you don't make this deal and give up all these prospects. Mackenzie Gore, CJ C- uh, C. Abrams, who could be a really good shortstop of the future here. I don't think you make this deal without knowing and talking to the agent, Scott Boris, that, hey, we have a big contract waiting for Soto. So I'm with you, Pritch. You know, I'm a little worried. We did miss some of these good numbers. Shout out to Tim Murray and Adam Burke, who I think we're yeah. speculatively thinking about, you know, 22 to one yesterday mm-hmm. when uh, the Padres to win the World Series. Now they're 10 to one. So again, they've moved a ton here. I'm not going to bet them 25 to one to win the West because I think the, the Dodgers have such a lead in that division. It's going to be tough for San Diego to catch right. them. But still 10 to 1. Can you find a book out there that's 12 to 1? I don't hate it, Pritch. You missed the good number. But again, I don't think they're going to win their division, but they're going to be a very difficult team if you face them in the wild card. And with this lineup,
3: that's it's pretty scary here if you're an opposing pitcher. Well, that's what all the moves were designed for. I mean, kind of piggybacking on what we talked about yesterday with the Padres and, and the hater move. I mean, that's probably specifically for a wild card situation. No more to one game scenarios. Uh, best out of three here. So uh, I, I think when you can do both, Uh, back end of the bullpen is solidified and then bolstered the lineup. I mean, we talk about this with Josh Towers all the time, uh, pitching versus hitting. I I mean, we've seen what the Yankees are doing this year, too. Obviously, the Padres are in lockstep with that, and uh, the Dodgers, too. I mean, you got three teams with uh, triple-digit run differentials. Uh, and you look at the lineups. You got the Astros. You got the Yankees at plus two twelve, uh, and then you got certainly now the Mets have joined the party along with the Dodgers too. So uh, the Padres figuring out what they needed to do there with that lineup, in addition to what they did with that bullpen as well. Yeah. And we look at the lineup and you know
4: why, if you can throw that up there, I mean, look at this lineup that the San Diego Padres can put out there. Pro far hitting leak lead, lead off. Machado Soto Tatis, who I heard a rumor that again, I didn't know what was up with this guy. It sounds like he will be coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, Josh bell. He's not even mentioned here. Bell's having a really good year as a left-handed hitter playing first base. Luke Voigt can hit your home runs. Cronenworth is hitting what? Seventh in this lineup, Pritch. He was like your two, three hitter for much of the season. The length of that lineup is really, really impressive here, Pritch. And Hader, who, by the way, cut his hair. Did you notice that, Pritch, when you go to (laughs) Milwaukee to San Diego? It's a little bit warmer out there, so those long locks are gone. But I'm with you. I think this is really, really exciting if you're a Padres fan. And Soto's is a guy who you're going to lock up for a really long time here. So uh, I think it's a great move. Again, can they catch the Dodgers 25 to one to win the West? I don't think so. I just think that lead is too big. But again, if you want to take a flyer here, you know, to to win the uh, the West or, or to win the National League or to win, obviously, the, the World Series here. Again, my only qualm is. 22 to 1. Now it's 10 to 1. You did miss the number, but maybe that 10 to 1 before you know it is 8 to 1. Always remember, as a better, you're always worried about losing that or not getting good closing line value, but if you project a team to do even better and maybe that 10 to 1 is 8 to 1, then maybe there is some uh, some uh, something to be said there for looking at a Padres
3: future. Yeah, I mean, you could look at it that way that you missed out on it. I mean, you you certainly have to, I don't know, read the tea leaves or be speculative uh, like some people here at VEASAN are, and they're so good at it. You're right about that, Josh, highlighting uh, Tim Murray and others that way. But it's still not a bad price. I mean, if you ask me, it's the same price (laughs) uh, as the Atlanta Braves, the defending champions right now.
4: Yeah, I think it's a good point. And again, 10 to one Padres, you know, Braves, same sort of thing. But also if you look at the Dodgers, they're plus 350. The Yankees yeah. are plus 350. So again, I think this is kind of, you know, as a better, you're always trying to get the best number. And I know a lot of people who have a lot of discipline. And I think if you want to be a good better, you need to be disciplined. But also Pritch, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. If, if <laughs> right. To your point, if you're 10 to one here with this Padres team, with this incredible loaded lineup, and we're just glossing over their pitching, Musgrove, Darvish, you know, they have a good staff here as well. Yeah. Uh, again, 10 to 1, it doesn't look too bad to me the more I think about it.
3: Yeah, not, not at all, to be honest with you, Josh. I, I love the fact that baseball can do something like this too uh, with the trade deadline. The superstars moving all over the place and, and bolstering lineups. So you mentioned Gallo. Uh, I don't know if, what that does for the Dodgers. Uh, Wyatt, our producer, we were talking about this before uh, the show. Like, is, is he left field? Where is he going to go?
4: That's true. The NL does have the DH bridge. Yeah. Maybe you DH him a little bit here, and I know they had um, who's that third baseman? Uh, I forgot for a while. He's kind of cup of coffee for for. Uh, had a good year with the Diamondbacks a while they've been hitting him. You know, fifth and DHing sometimes. So Gallo, maybe you just bought real. Jake Lamb, exactly. Thank Mm -hmm. you. That's the name I was looking for. Appreciate it, Wyatt. Lamb. So I think a slight upgrade here. Maybe a guy who can, you know, he can, you know, situationally spot play. Yankees, though, too, Pritch. I like the moves they made. Frankie Montas, Mm -hmm. a good starting pitcher here. Lou Trevino. I forget the kid's name from the Cubs, but there's a the tweet that I saw with this kid who threw like an 80 mile an hour, one of the biggest curves I've ever seen from right to left. So he could be a good pickup here as well. Yankees plus 350 World Series plus 130 AL. I like the moves that they've made to uh, to re- really replenish their their uh, their pitching staff.
3: Yeah, I mean, the Yankees, look, it's not a trade deadline. Uh, you know, certainly the Yankees are going to be involved in it, right? Same thing with the Dodgers. That's a given. Uh, the Braves pick up Odorizzi too, Astros. That was interesting uh, as well. A lot, a lot to break down. Will Hill's going to join the program after this break. Uh, it's time to get into better. BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. Uh, BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Just download the app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID. Open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. You're going to love the -the state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly if you have a problem. It's one 800 522 47 zero zero okay we get a sports betting expert's opinion on all these trades major league baseball will hill joins the program come up next at bed 365
0: we don't do ordinary
3: we believe that every
0: sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
5: Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're gonna learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Class is in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen.
2: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers, the string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid of on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
6: What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three time NBA Six Man of the Year.
0: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
4: I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own
2: in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story
4: with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow.
2: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools.
6: This is betting across America with Mike Pritchard and
0: Josh Applebaum on VSense, the Sports Betting Network.
3: The College Football Guide is out right now. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of all 131 teams, including team trends, power ratings, and over/under recommendations. Plus. Our best season win total bets, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff predictions. The only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VSIN All Access subscriber. Sign up early uh, and for a discounted $175, you'll receive the college and pro football betting guides along with full VSIN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month. And see everything VSN has to offer uh, up to you, you know to up your betting game right there. Go to VSN.com/slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the sports betting network. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, with you. Happy to bring on to the program, Will Hill, a sports betting analyst, also the host of New York City Cast. Uh, join us here on the program, Will. Pleasure. How are you, Rich? Josh, what's going on? How are you guys? Doing great, doing great. A little bit of a debate, not not too much of a debate about okay, missing the great number, the perfect number. I don't know if you were out in front of the Padres situation. Uh, but their odds movement uh, is intriguing, to say the least. I mean, Josh and I, we just talked about uh, that lineup in addition to what they did with the bullpen uh, as well. I'm thinking the Padres on court, collision course with the, with the wild card situation, and certainly not the division 12 games back at the Dodgers. Uh, but to win the World Series now down to 10-1 to 1 from 18-1, to, uh, to win the NL uh, plus 450 from plus 950. Your thoughts on the Padres and their odds movement here? Yeah.
1: I mean, it makes sense. uh, But I just think this is one of those situations where if you don't get ahead of the number, you're really just better off not betting it. Uh, Remember now, like you said, they're not going to win the division. You basically need to hit a four round parlay. You need to hit a 14 parlay. They need to, they're going to have to win a best two out of three, possibly against Atlanta, possibly with all three games against the, uh, you know, on the road, which I don't even know if they will be favored in that one. And then a division round could be the Dodgers NLCS could be the Dodgers or the Mets. Then a world series could be the Yankees could be the Astros. So you got to hit a a four part parlay here. So 10 to one for me is not nearly enough. I think this is just them moving the number. I mean, you just don't get the bang for your buck sometimes on these futures. If you want to bet the Padres, you know what, just wait for them to get to the playoffs, Bet them in round one, roll it over, bet bet it again in round two and just sort of do a, uh, a rollover money line parlay that way. Just because look, I mean, having to deal with four rounds of playoffs, 10 to one is just not enough for me. They're a hell of a team. Good pitching, not great pitching. That lineup is just like something out of a video game. It's incredible. It's fun that we're talking baseball. I mean, I'm glad that baseball's finally got a little uh, attention here. You know, something that's fun, fun to talk about. But again, at 10 to one, I would need a little bit more there.
4: Well, it's great to see a happy trade deadline day. There's a lot of moving parts going on right now, but uh, I want to give you a shout out in your city cast uh, uh, pod shout out with the New York city cast. You do a fantastic job. You have so many great guests coming on on a daily basis. With that being said, we're talking futures right now. I want to throw this one at you uh, um, uh, here. Will. Two different teams, Yankees, Mets. Now, the Yankees right now are plus 350 to win the World Series. They're the co-favorites here with the Dodgers. The Mets, plus 600. So you're getting a better payout here with, with the Mets. They also bring back DeGrom uh, today, who's making his debut. Scherzer's healthy here. So I wanted to ask you and just your kind of your intel in the New York region, if I had a ticket in one hand, Yankees plus 350 World Series, and a Mets ticket in the other hand, plus 600 World Series, which one would you would you think has a better chance of cashing?
1: Boy, I guess I would take the Mets at longer odds. I'm not a lot of fun today, just because I think, you know, these numbers, when you get with these best teams, and I've been of the opinion, should have mentioned this with the Soto deal, that five teams would win the world. One of five teams would win the World Series. Somebody out of Yankees, Dodgers, Mets, Astros, Braves. I think you can include the Padres on that list now. Uh, But again, when you're dealing with only five legitimate contenders, again, you can throw these Seattle and Toronto's in there if you want. I'd have a hard time seeing them win the whole thing. Uh, they really shorten the numbers on you. Again, if you're the Yankees, you got to win the division round, best of five, anything can happen. Then a best of seven against Houston, where, look, that's a coin toss at best, and then beating the Dodgers. So to me, plus 350, again, not being a lot of fun here, but to me that's not great value. I would look towards maybe Mets at 6-1. to one. But remember, the Mets, they're favored to win that division, you know, minus 250, something like that. But if they don't win the division, they're in the situation the Padres are in where they have to win four rounds. So they either have to hold on and win the division, then win three rounds, Uh, or win a fourth round. So to me, these prices just are not long enough. You probably look, you could have gotten the Mets 20 to one before the season, Uh, you know, before they got Scherzer, you could have gotten them 10 to one, 12 to one to me. Sometimes, you know what, once you miss the best of the number, it's sort of just, you know what you pack it up and you wait for uh, another number down the line here where you can bet them maybe series by series here in the playoffs.
3: Yeah. We're speaking with Will Hill host of New York city cast. Uh, Also, you can follow Will on Twitter at not the Will Hill. Um, you know, there's always another bet. I guess that's the advice here uh, as opposed to kind of chasing some uh, some bets out there. Will, but uh, Yankees and the Mets, uh, I'm trying to find unique ways of betting these two teams. It's getting tough uh, for me, and they're, they're in my portfolio, too, to be honest with you. Uh, I had the uh, over situation uh, last night with the Yankees and the Mariners. That pushed. Uh, but you look at the Mets, I mean, with DeGrom back, minus 340. Uh, so right. how do you how do you find ways to bet? the Yankees and the Mets moving forward with what those teams have done so far. It's tough
1: because not only are they public teams, but they're profitable teams. It's almost like in football. Hey, I want to bet the chiefs. Well, you know what? There's a line of guys down the street that want to bet the Chiefs. So sometimes, you know what? Josh does a good job and point out. Sometimes it it helps to be contrarian. Sometimes you can get at these teams through the props. Now it's different because the Mets are on the road tonight but if they're the home team sometimes you know these big favorites they're minus 250 they're minus 300 but they're like minus 110 minus 115 to score the first run of the game and if you know you got a good pitcher on the mound you figure you get a one two three first your top of the lineup can score a run in the bottom of the first so sometimes getting at these props is a better way to go but yeah these teams have been so good so profitable so public that yeah it's tough to bet the yankees and the mets on a nightly basis i know it's not great content to be like hey you know what live line if they get down one nothing maybe you can bet them but yeah, it's tough to uh, tough to get on these public teams like the Mets and the Yankees.
4: Will, I'm wondering if you have any advice for betters today on the trade deadline. I know everyone's excited. It's the biggest topic today to talk about. Uh, a lot of excitement going around here. But also, I'm kind of the opinion of be a little bit careful because we don't know who's going to be in the lineup, out of the lineup, who's going to be yanked late, starting pitchers getting scratched. So any tips on how to bet the deadline? And then also, I think one game you're looking at, Cincinnati and Miami. Uh, seen a lot of money to that under. It opened eight, down to seven and a half. And it looks like it could get down to seven.
1: Yeah, I just look, I think if you got the, you know, ahead of the news with the nationals trading, not only Soto but bell, maybe you could have played a team total under, I'm sure it's two and a half now, or it's hard to bet. Yeah. I think you make a good point where, look, these guys are human too. a lot of these guys in trade rumors. How does that affect them? It's hard to know. So I just kind of ignore that and just sort of go on business as usual. Uh, Like you said, I did mention, I I did bet under four first five here, reds, Marlins, Ashcraft's a guy uh, with really good stuff. 101 mile an hour cutter. Uh, Once he puts it all together, he's going to be really good. Braxton Garrett was the guy who's a seventh pick overall for the Marlins. He's starting to put it all together. He's pitched really well this last month, six weeks. So uh, I did play under four in the first five as the the Reds, you know, hit the ball really well. They score a lot of runs at home. Not the same on the road. Marlins still missing birdie, Chisholm top of the
3: lineup. So I did play under in the first five there. All right. Well, let's get your thoughts on the game here. Uh, The Dodgers and the Giants. Uh, You got the Dodgers on the road today, uh, minus 136. Uh, Eight is a total. Uh, How do you see this game?
1: Yeah, I I try to pretend like I'm Josh and I, I, I'm a contrarian (laughs) and I'm a sharp. Sometimes I'm as square as anybody. I see the Dodgers (laughs) at a cheap price. I just can't help myself. My fingers, you know what? My my brain doesn't control my fingers. Sometimes I see the Dodgers at a a cheap price. Mm -hmm. My fingers just type in a bet for the Dodgers and I don't even know what happened. So uh, if you're going to give me the Dodgers minus 136, to me, it's an even enough pitching matchup. Who knows the giants could be sellers in the next hour or so Uh, to me, this is just a number grab. The Dodgers have been playing really well. I uh, talk about video game lineup with the Padres. Yeah. I mean, the Dodgers and the Padres. If they play each other in the playoffs, I mean, the firepower for both of those offenses will be fun to watch. So, to me, this is just the Dodgers. You get them at a cheap price. I'm going to take the bait here and uh, and bet the Dodgers
4: we got one more for you. I know this is a big MLB day, but we do have NFL coming up on Thursday, the hall of fame game here. And we also have preseason kicking off as well. So uh, just your take on how to approach the NFL preseason. Is this, you know, kind of a, you know, play the information based bets. Look at the coaches. Do you put any stock in the line moves? Get the viewers excited. Football's right around the corner. Will and any tips that you make th- that you might be able to throw out to us on how to approach preseason or is it, Hey, don't really touch it. Cause it's such a crap shoot.
1: Oh, no, I definitely bet it. I think if you can read the press conference, these coaches, unlike the regular season where they're playing it close to the vest, and if they're going to tell you anything, it's probably not true. Preseason, they'll tell you, hey, we want to establish the run here. We want to get this guy involved. We want to play our starters more. So you can you know, do your homework here and get some good information based on uh, the coaches. They're not going to look. The games don't count, so they don't have to you know, uh, run misdirection and, and play coach speak. They can be honest with you. So that's something to keep an eye on always look at the quarterback depth. Cause remember the starters are going to play sometimes a snap, a series, a quarter, but it's that second, second string quarterback, third string quarterback, even the fourth string guy. So study those guys. I always look for guys uh, that can str- scramble in terms of the quarterbacks, because when you're at the end of these games, these quarterbacks, you know what? They're not very good, but the guy that can just tuck it and run for seven or eight yards, the guys that are athletic, Ah, uh, those are the guys that you know, trying to make the team, those guys can be profitable to me. So I always look for the athletic quarterbacks in preseason. Um, I know I'm kind of rambling here, but the uh, Hall of Fame game has been a lock <laughs> under for the past like decade or so, but they are really making you pay yeah. for it. It's almost like Army Navy where every year it goes under, But now they're making you, almost daring you to bet the over. It's down to 30, 30 and a half. Mm -hmm. To me, this is hard to bet under 30 and a half of a football game. 17-14 puts the game over. So I would actually look towards an over here.
3: Yeah, the news, and no Trevor Lawrence in this game, too, is impacting. I think that told as well. But, I mean, not that it mattered because he's going to play a handful of plays. If we can get, Will, if we can get Josh to not bet Canadian football because preseason (laughs) football is here, that's a good thing.
1: It would Ottawa be. plus six. I'm all in on the C- CFL. We, we can do a, a CFL segment next if you want. Okay.
3: We might have to do that. You guys need to educate me on that. Cannot thank you enough, Will. That was awesome. All right. See you guys. All right. Take care. Will Hill. Follow him on Twitter at NotTheWillHill. Uh, come up next, Josh, uh, some more news and notes from around Major League Baseball and the NFL. That's next.
0: This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on vSense, the Sports Betting Network.
3: This segment of Betting Across America is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine and has helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone is on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches. At zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum. Josh, am I sleeping on Canadian Football League betting? That that market in particular? I mean, Will was excited about Canadian Football League.
4: So will was definitely excited about it. I mean, I am excited about it too. It's just when you bet these like niche sports, like Mm -hmm. WNBA CFL, I think you just got to, you got to be able to stick to a model and stick to a blueprint because there's going to be games where like you bet an under and it flies over and you're like, why the heck am I betting CFL? Like what's going on here? I'm what an idiot I am for betting something that I don't have a great edge on or WNBA. Like you bet a favorite, they go from minus one to minus two. They lose by 10. I think if you're going to bet these niche sports personally, I think there is value bridge Mm -hmm. because again, if you're a number and you got to be, it's, it's kind of the style you. Are is the better. Like right. I'm a numbers guy. I could look at numbers on the hot dog eating contest. I could look at numbers on you know college world series. It doesn't matter if you're a number-based person. Then if you get the numbers from these leagues, the bet count, the dollar count, the line moves, then I think you just kind of take that approach and say, okay, I'm going to go with the smart money. But you got to say to yourself, okay, there's going to be games where I'm going to scratch my head and say, why am I doing this? I just got blown out with an over when I bet the under. If you can get past that and just stick with it and grind it, I do think there is value. But again, you got to have the stomach to kind of have this volatility in a market
3: that, again, can kind of sometimes surprise you. Well, I'm glad you explained it that way because I thought I was missing out. But now that you explained it that way, I'm not. I'm going to stay in my lane. (laughs) <laughs> that and that's fine yeah. too. I could have just said that, bridge That's that's another way to approach it. No, absolutely. Let's get to the National Football League, though. Uh, significant news. I, I believe Stephen Ross gets suspended, uh, the owner, for tampering with Tom Brady. Everybody kind of knew uh, what happened there in the off season, but they get stripped uh, of of a 2023 first round and a 2024 third round, uh, 1.5 million dollars uh, for tampering as well. I don't know if that affects the Dolphins this year from a betting standpoint, Josh. But what do you think? So I think there's validity too. Remember,
4: Pritch, we were doing some shows where mm-hmm. there were some right. rumblings about Tom Brady and going to Miami and. Getting a piece of ownership with the team. Remember, this happened in I think 2019-20 when Brady was still under contract with New England. Mm-hmm. So they take this seriously. I mean, if you go to the NBA, there were some tampering uh, charges that were levied there on the 76ers who were uh, tampering with you know James Harden. So I think the league you want to take this seriously. Now, Pritch, we all have you know Instagram, social media, the tampering goes on all the time. But I think if you do it this blatantly, right. especially when ownership gets involved and management gets involved that's when you're going to get in trouble here. So I think this just tells me one thing that when Brady was done with the Patriots and we all know how bad it got there at the end, you know, Belichick Brady didn't even want to talk to each other, uh, how bad it was that he was looking to go to Miami, looking to go to Florida, Teaming up with Ross there, so I think that just says okay that there that there was some fire, there was some uh, fire when you when you saw that smoke, Pritch. Uh, I don't know how much it affects the betting approach to the Dolphins. Remember, we were talking about their win total; it's eight and a half. Some books are juiced up a little bit to the over. I leaned a little bit to the over that over eight and a half, but I think this just goes to show you, Pritch, that Brady, when he is done with Tampa Bay, will he retire? You know, again, he retired and came right, right. back. You know, two seconds later. But I think if his contract's up and he's a free agent, and maybe Tua doesn't work out this year. Does Brady just make that quick, short leap from Tampa to Miami? I could see that happening as crazy as it sounds and get ready for, uh, if that does happen, you know, Brady versus Belichick two times a year, wouldn't that be fantastic? So
3: is Brady not all in with Tampa this year? I mean, that's a betting uh, angle right there to consider. I would think Uh, if he does have his eye on something else, certainly Fox rumors and all that about a a broadcasting career, and now maybe partial ownership of a team, Uh, who knows? But I, I mean, does that suggest that Brady's not all in with Tampa this year? his final year.
4: Well, So I think Brady, the competitor that he is, the winner that he is, he's all in everything that okay. he does. Pritch. So I, I'm not going to say that he's, you know, not going to play his best or, you know, maybe he's going to not, you know, go, uh, you know, 99% instead of hundred percent. I mm-hmm. still think you're going to get the best Tom Brady just because that's how he's wired and that's who he is. But I think you make a really good point here. Like, you know, Brady does he it, like, he has that guaranteed. What was it? Pritch like, 30 million a year, somewhere 350 million from Fox. He'll get that whenever he decides to retire. So I don't think there's any rush on that. You're going to have a very long, you know, post playing career, but does this open up, you know, to go to Miami? I think there's, there's validity to that. I'm not going to bet against Tampa much this year, or maybe I'm going to have to, if they're, you know, getting 90% of that issues in and, and, and the line. And <laughs> yeah. I, I get that. I mean, I guess what I meant is, you know, their futures, I'm still yeah. high on a lot of their futures, but on a game to game basis, maybe that's a different, uh, different, you know, uh, kettle of fish there. But again, will he you know, flip from Tampa to Miami? I think this, this kind of tells you that uh, there is some interest
3: there from both sides. Something to file away, Matthew Stafford experiencing more arm pain. I uh, played with Bobby Hebert, and he had an elbow situation. Every time he threw the ball, Josh, he was grunting in pain. He experienced pain that way. I don't know what's going to happen with Stafford, uh, but certain, uh, certainly filed that away. Uh, he's 34 years old. Uh, he played with this pain last year, won a Super Bowl. So we'll see what happens and what develops right there. Let's get to a betting market, though uh offensive rookie of the year odds josh let's go over these explore them uh kenny pickett plus 500 um trubisky is getting first team reps right there uh drake london plus 700 that's interesting uh burks plus 750 you got Brees hall too at place plus 800 here christian watson plus 850 some intriguing names 10 to 1 2 for lave Definitely some intriguing names here, Pritch. So let's start off with the favorite, Kenny
4: Pickett. Now, I think the approach here, if I'm the Steelers, is I want to kind of take it easy with Kenny Pickett here. I don't want to throw him into the fire too quick. So I'm actually hoping and banking on MVP Mitch uh, to actually get the starting job and kind of lead this team. I would rather kind of take Pickett. Again, you're going to have all these comments, the small hands. You know, you're going, I guess you're sticking around in Pittsburgh. So he has that kind of familiarity based on a geographic type situation. But I'm just wary of betting a chalk favorite On a kid who may not even start this year. Like Mm -hmm. again, if things go according to plan, and Trubisky's your guy, and you can get pick it off the bench and take him along slowly, kind of like you know what Patrick Mahomes was able to do going under uh, Alex Smith that first year. I think long term for the Steelers, that's what you want. Now, with that being said. There are a lot of, you know, some respected money here on Pickett to win this award. At BetMGM, he's the favorite plus 500. He also is getting the highest ticket and handle percentage. He's getting 10% of tickets and almost 18% of the money. There's no other player here getting uh, a double-digit percentage in terms of handle. A couple of these other guys, Pritch, you know, like London and Burks, they could surprise you, but they really don't have uh, much movement or much uh, of a bet versus dollar discrepancy. The one that jumped out to me that I'm kind of intrigued by is Brees Hall. If you're looking for a flyer here, Brees Hall, uh, to me, is a guy that you know could win this award. He's going to get a lot of playing time at the depth chart for the Jets right now. He's listed as their starter, so you do have a, an offensive line here. They've devoted a lot of picks to their offensive line in recent years. Uh, obviously, with uh, with Wilson, mm-hmm. you're going to want to have a running game to kind of you know make your life a little bit easier in year two. And Bryce Hall is getting eight percent bets, but around nine percent of the money. He does have a bigger share of, of handle versus all these other guys who are around like one percent or two percent. So he's a number two, uh, round two pick. He was 36 overall. Six one, two twenty. He lit it up at Iowa State. Brees Hall is a guy that caught my eye versus as a discrepancy play, bets and dollars, but also a guy that could get a lot of playing time here if he's the starter for the Jets.
3: Yeah, it's probably more than playing time too. I mean, you think about Jamar Chase and the familiarity he had with uh Joe Burrow, uh, he ran away with it eighty four percent of the vote. Uh, last year, spectacular year. I don't see anybody with that type of situation on this board. Drake London up against it with quarterback situations. Uh, Burks and Tannehill, my goodness. Uh, Brees Hall is not a bad pick. You know, if he can get some time uh, on the field. Alave, though, 10 to 1. Apparently, him and Jameis have been hooking up often uh, out there in New Orleans uh, with the Saints. Deep.
4: <laughs> yeah, Olave is a guy considered here yeah. too.
3: Pritch, again, you're kind of <laughs> hoping that uh, Winston
4: stays healthy, right. obviously, and you know you have more touchdowns than interceptions. That's always going to kind of dog him a little bit, but Olave's interesting. But he opened ten to one. He stayed ten to one. 7% bets, but 5% money he actually has a negative discrepancy here. he's getting more bets than he is money. So interesting, you know, you're in the dome, you know, you're that's, you know, theoretically an offensively minded team, mm-hmm. uh, but that discrepancy kind of scares me. I'll, I'll stick with Brees Hall. And I think, again, if you're the Steelers, you don't want to see pickett this year. You want
3: Trubisky to get the job and, and run away with it. Yeah. Williams uh, at the bottom there, he's coming back from an knee situation. Okay. Defensive rookie of the year. Michael Parsons ran away with it. hundred percent of the vote last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about this year? Defensive rookie of the year, Hutchinson. Uh, plus 500 uh, Thibodeau uh, plus 550 uh, here on the board too. Trayvon Walker plus 650. Let's see down the list. Um, hmm. Ahmad Gardner, maybe 10 to one. I don't, I don't really like a lot of names uh, on this list here, which opens it up. Uh, Josh could be wide open.
4: Yeah, I think you make a good point. You don't really love the names. No one jumps out to you. But then again, all these guys are, you know, five to one or better. So Mm -hmm. it kind of opens up a betting opportunity to, you know, bet a hundred and get 500 or a thousand back. So to me, Pritch, you know, Hutchinson is the the odds on favorite here. Plus 500, he's getting 45% bets and 45% money. So I don't know if that's a lot of lions fans betting this prop or Wolverines fans rooting for him, (laughs) but he is getting the most handle of any better. Uh, of any player, I would say Thibodeau is kind of an intriguing play. Pritch. he's getting 7% bets, 15% money. And at some shops, he was 600 down to plus 550. If Thibodeau can get you a bunch of sacks there in New York, and maybe they surprise you. I'm still like their under win total. I think it was like seven and a half or something around there. Um, but I think to your point, you know, I'm not going to bet a corner or a defensive yeah. player because I think the stats that win this award are tackles and sacks. You know, that's really what's going to get you this so hutchinson thibodeau it's chalky but i really don't like anybody on this list to be honest
3: with you yeah you can affect the game from the edge uh, that's what uh, coordinators want to do they, they want to wreck an offense or, or pressure the quarterback and a lot of times a quarterback can make those mistakes more so than a defensive back Uh, accumulating, what, 10 double-digit interceptions or something like that. So uh, keeping an eye on the guys up front there for Defensive Rookie of the Year Uh, odds there. Great job, Josh. Let's get to our best bets after this break. We're going to do that coming up next right here on VSEN, eSports betting network.
2: I said, I said OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because you didn't mean it? Ain't
6: <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
3: Hopefully having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor.
2: And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu.
3: Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.
2: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers... The string trimmers and more. Right now you can save $50 on Select Battery Tool Sets. Real steel. Offer valid on Select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
6: What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year. This
0: is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on vSIN,
3: the sports betting network. Great offer from BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up right now using bonus code vSIN1000 and your first wager is risk free up to $1,000. BetMGM state-of-the-art app offers a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today, or go to betmgm.com and enter bonus code VSIN1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old to wager. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada or New York. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, uh, before we get to some best bets in Major League Baseball to clean up uh, everything with uh, the trade, Juan Soto, Josh Bell, uh, Padres, uh, I guess the Nationals are going to get in return Luke Voigt uh, to the Nationals.
4: yeah, this is really interesting because this deal is changing by the minute. So right. it just kind kind of goes to show you that when you're on trade deadline, you know the first tweet you see may be a little bit changed <laughs> or you know names replaced here when you look at it a little bit later. So uh, Voigt leaving that lineup when we threw that graphic up earlier, Voigt was looking pretty good as a power hitter, hitting like sixth or seventh. Uh, now he is gone. Now what's interesting too is my socks are, are making some moves here, Pritch. Okay. T- they've taken on uh, obviously um, Eric Hosmer here, but they're kind of negotiating. High and Bloom is trying to get more prospects out of San Diego and in regard and then uh, kind of the other end of it, Sox will take on more money of, of Hosmer's deal. So we'll see how this thing plays out, Pritch. I would just say, you know, in terms of some of these deals being made, we're going to find out after today, the teams to bet against and the teams to bet on, like for example, the Washington nationals losing Soto, losing bell, they get, they're getting void. They could maybe trade him or, or cut him or probably going to hang on to him. But my whole point being, guys who are bu- teams that are buying teams that are selling we're going to find out after today and i really want to bet against these teams that are going to get rid of all their major league talent and bring up all these young players because the goal really isn't to win at that point it's to you know small t i don't want to say the tank word pritch but you know <laughs> have a bad record get a high pick and get these young prospects a lot of action here so again after today tread lightly based on not knowing who's in and who's out the deadline is 6 p.m., so there's, there could be some more deals that'll be made. And right now, Twitter's blowing up, Rich. It's kind of fun right. to be looking
3: at all these tweets right now. Yeah, I'm sure before we end the segment, there's going to be some news about another trade here. So uh, <laughs> let's stay buckled up here. But getting to some bets, Josh, that you identified, uh, it's probably uh, a, the best time to be a data-driven better right now because you're going to kind of follow what the market's telling you. So uh, what are you seeing right here with this game and the Reds and the Marlins?
4: Yeah, so this is a game that we talked to Will Hill earlier. He was looking at the under for the first five, and I'm kind of with him on the total uh, just for the full game. I bet more full games than I do first fives unless you feel like you have a pretty good edge, but uh, a lot of money to that under. Ashcraft and Garrett open at eight. down to seven and a half. You can still find a seven and a half, I lean under there. The Marlins have been a really good under team basically recently recently, over the past month or so. Both pitchers have good numbers here. uh, And that 7.5 is really juiced up like it may fall to 7. So if you can still find the hook, that's a worthwhile bet. With that being said, my official play here, Pritch, is I like the Marlins in this game. We talked a second ago about, you know, today teams to be wary of and teams to bet against. The Reds are a seller, in my opinion. You're hearing that Tyler Maley right now could be going to the Minnesota Twins. They just traded Tommy Pham. Uh, Brandon Jury is a guy that they kind of bought low on. has some really good numbers he could get dealt. I could see this Reds team. uh, And, again, the line's moving moving to the Marlins. The Marlins open around minus 120-ish. They're up to around minus 130-ish. So the line is moving in their favor. That would be a a non-division favorite system match here, also a favorite low total. But my point being, the line's going to Miami and the Cincinnati Reds could be a big seller today. So like a lot of guys in the lineup that you're used to may, may not be in the lineup. That jives with the line move toward the Marlins. So I laid it here with with Miami. Shop around. I got Miami around minus 130.
3: Okay, how about Toronto uh, and the Rays here? Uh, because Toronto's picking up some arms. We know about that. Uh, they're minus 131 uh, against Tampa Bay on the road, Josh. sevens the total.
4: So I'm, I'm going to go Tampa Bay here. Pritch, there's actually a dog that kind of caught my eye today. Okay. Just from the purely data-driven standpoint of Toronto is a really popular bet today, but yet the line is falling to Tampa Bay. So uh, Toronto opened with Gosman on the bump. He's been pretty good this year. He's a rocky start earlier, but he's 7-8, and 3.30 ERA. But he's facing Rasmussen for Tampa Bay, 6-3, and 3.17 ERA. Toronto is getting, according to our vcin.com bet splits, like 70% of bets, but Toronto opened minus 140, and they're down to minus 130. So if they're getting a big share of support, shouldn't they be going up to minus 150? It's gone the other way toward Tampa Bay. So, I think it's the ultimate buy low spot on Tampa Bay pritch. It's kind of one of those gross hazmat plays that I like to get behind. Tampa Bay is just 3 and 7 since the break. They've really struggled here. Toronto was 7 and 2. So, if everyone's betting Toronto and they've played better than Tampa has, then why is this line falling to Tampa? It tells me you're getting some smart money here on the raise. They're 5 and 3 head to head against Toronto this year and they would match that classic divisional dog with the reverse line move in their favor. So I know Toronto's a, a popular bet, mm-hmm. but Tampa to me seems kind of like a worthwhile plus money dog tonight and the ultimate bylaw
3: spot. So shop around. I think you got Tampa around plus 121. Okay, another game you've identified too for us today, uh, Baltimore and Texas. Uh, the Rangers minus 120 at home, eight and a half to total.
4: This is one of those fishy lines that makes mm-hmm. no sense, Britch. It's okay. kind of like uh, Cincinnati uh, actually from yesterday where they had that line move in their favor despite being the worst record team I'm going to go Rangers here. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, number one, look at the records of these teams. Uh, t- uh, Baltimore is uh, 52 and 51, one game above 500. Texas is 46 and 56, 10 games below 500. Mm-hmm. Now look at the pitching matchup. Jordan Lyles, 7 and 8 record, but 4.56 ERA. Again, Spencer Howard is 2 and 2 in an ERA of almost six, Pritch. So if Baltimore has the better record and Baltimore has. Based on ERA, the better pitcher today. Then why did Texas open as a minus one twenty, minus one ten favorite, and get bet up to minus one twenty? This line is moving toward the Rangers, even though about two thirds of betters are taking Baltimore here. And I totally get it. You know, Baltimore uh, obviously a team they actually, uh, you know, traded away Trey Mancini, mm-hmm. so they're kind of looking toward the future a little bit. Uh, I thought they'd kind of go for a wild card play, but they've been really great to bet on all year. Right. So Baltimore, you know, they're 18, up eighteen units. If you bet a hundred bucks on the O's every game this year, you've made almost two thousand dollars. So even though that shows you that they're really profitable, it also shows me that I think a lot of betters remember all these games. The Orioles have won as a dog. They're just saying, you know, let me bet them again today. Now they very uh, well may win this game today, Pritch, but I got to go Texas. They're only getting like 25% bets, but the line's moving further in their favor. This seems like a really fishy, fishy number to me. Someone likes the Rangers much sharper Mm -hmm. than me. I'm going to go Rangers in this one around minus
3: 120. Okay. A lot of people like the culture developing out there in Baltimore too with the Orioles. So moving forward, that's front windshield, Josh. Uh, right there with Baltimore Uh, some news and notes here major league baseball confirming uh, a lot of reports here uh, the Philadelphia Phillies have acquired right-hander David Robinson uh, from the Cubs Uh, how about that move right there what do you think I mean obviously designed for the future there for the Phillies I mean it's interesting uh, you know to say the least it's like the Phillies want to get involved here Uh, David Robinson uh, from the Cubs to the Phillies
4: Yeah. And again, you get a nice starting uh, relief pitcher there. I know he's kind of long in the tooth, but he had some great years. He actually kind of regained a lot of his form here recently. So you get a bullpen arm. I think they also got Brandon Marsh, I believe from the angels here, Pritch. Mm So, um, one thing you keep an eye out for the Angels, and it looks like Wyatt confirmed that uh, there was a tweet from Noah Syndergaard. The other thing, Pritch, because it's 2022, right? Look at what the players are tweeting out. Yeah. The players are kind of giving you some signs here, and it was the uh, it was the great Pulp Fiction, um, you know, clip there from John Travolta where he's looking around like, "Am I the only one here? Like, what's going on?" So Noah Syndergaard tweeted that out. That tells me that maybe there's going to be a fire sale here for the angels. Now, Otani's a guy who was, you know, rumored to be on the block and it sounded like they rescinded him and he's going to stick around here. But when the players are tweeting things out, you know, that goes to show you Pritch like, the vibe in the locker room like they're saying like you know this is a fire sale here so you know pay attention even to these guys instagram accounts twitter accounts sometimes you get a little bit of a bet, betting nugget you can take advantage of but to me the angels throw them in with you know the nationals and these other teams that are totally in fire sale mode i think you're going to probably want to bet against the angels quite a bit down the stretch except yeah when otani's on the bump. <laughs> <bridge.
3: laughs> right uh, absolutely <laughs> agree with that uh josh uh, great job with major league baseball again follow the trade deadline any uh, sources you tracking Uh, for more trades or any other deals that you've anticipated here uh, before we end the show.
4: Well, Soto was the big one, Pritch. That's kind of, you know, the one that the big domino that fell here. We don't have to wait until the deadline. I'm wondering what my Red Sox are going to do. Of course, it's all, it all comes back to Boston. Pritch seems like (laughs) high and bloom wants it both ways. He's going to, you know, give away Vasquez. I don't know why you traded him away. I know he's a free agent, but I would want to extend him. Then you're going to bring in Eric Hosmer. So uh, to me, I'm wondering really the Dodgers. We started the show. At least I started thinking about the Dodgers. They're a big name club. They're willing to spend a ton of money. You're, you're one of your best uh, best division rivals. Uh, the, You know, the Padres here got much better today. What are you going to do? You got a great lineup to start. You did bring in Joey Gallo, but I don't really think that's much of a move here. Is there kind of a, another shoe to drop, a player that we're not thinking of, a big name player, could the Dodgers make a big splash? That's what I'm waiting for. I think, uh, to me, Los Angeles is a team that uh, could surprise us here at the deadline, bringing a big player that we're not thinking yeah. about.
3: Okay, to the National Football League, Tim Patrick, wide receiver for the Broncos, was carted off uh, the field right there. Got to follow up on, on those uh, that situation right there, I think, for the Broncos and that wide receiver. Uh, in addition to James Washington, everybody knows about the foot situation. Uh, the Cowboys, are uh, they're, they're, they need some wide receivers, Josh. I don't know what they're going to do at this point.
4: Yeah, again, you're kind of this is this is a spot where you're going to need to replenish your wide receiver <laughs> core. I'd also say we're up against it, Pritch. If you're going to bet, um, you know, preseason NFL like Will will mention, start to get your Twitter list, all your follows yeah. for all these different teams. Just like Will said, they're going to tell you we're going to play our guys tonight or
3: we're not going to play our guys tonight. Information based preseason bets are a really good way to approach preseason. Beat writers, uh, insiders, people close to the program or or the uh, franchise. I mean, those guys or gals uh, certainly give you the goods and great information on what you just talked about. Great job